Welcome back. Welcome back to season one, episode six of What Shayro Thinks About It. Stuff on my mind that forms into words and then actually comes out of my mouth. I am Shayro. This week's topics would include listening skills that we did not fully cover last week. Yes, yes, yes. I am talking about it. Everyone else is talking about that slap. Are you team Will? defend my wife or are you with team Chris let's make fun of a woman with a disease I am hoping to have a guest on to discuss this issue would be my first guest a friend and I had an almost heated discussion about the slap next I'm going to talk a little bit about racism which you know yes you guessed it I will lead into my week's thoughts on the nomination of Judge Katanji Brown Jackson listening 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 The biggest complaint people state about other people, in my opinion, is that they don't listen to them. From my personal experience in life itself, yes, no one listens anymore. Most arguments could possibly be traced back to either one or both parties involved not listening. Strange how a lot of people think that they are listening by just remaining quiet while the other person is speaking. But if you did not gain the insight of what the person was saying and the message they want to convey, then you did not really listen. Sometimes during listening, you do have to say, hold on, question. And then once that question is answered, you can direct the person to continue. It is possible that there will be another interjection and or question. How many times have you been the listener And you interject for a pause or to ask a question and the speaker responds with, let me finish. That is actually a big pet peeve of mine, because while I may let you finish, but at your finale, I am totally confused. And we have to basically go through this whole explanation process again. We have been led to believe that the listening part only occurs on the part of the person not speaking the story. But in many cases, the speaker is not listening to themselves as they speak. In my experience, when the speaker uses the let me finish statement, they are more concerned with hearing the sound of their own voice and not interested in the listener being able to get a clear understanding of what they are saying. And they definitely are not looking for a solution. They are not seeking the help of a coach. They just want a listening ear when the unspeaking person asks a question well they are lost and need some type of clarification or something that is tying your words together in order for you to continue and for your story to resonate to the listener don't be so quick to just finish what you are saying that you run the risk of the person not able to connect to your story listening is a two-way street that has a few rest points Another reason I may interject and ask a question in the middle of the story is that the person was rambling and it's not giving any useful information. I am the absolute king of the interjection question. Questions are strategic in finding out the needed and required information. Again, this is not to be disrespectful or to not let the speaker finish. It is to get a clear understanding what was just said or the situation that was brought forth in the conversation. 
Once the speaker has completed their statement and my questions that I need an answer for clarification or answer, then we can together come up with a solution. I have worked in customer service on previous jobs. The very first thing you are taught in customer service is how to listen. While listening, you must show some type of empathy. That's a word I'm going to work on. Empathy. That you feel what the person is feeling or what they're referring to. Compassion, showing concern is the next important part of listening. When listening, you must be able to understand or comprehend what the speaker is saying. This is why I have those interjection questions. If the person speaking is not clear, concise, and not tying together the parts of what they are saying, I have to ask questions in order to understand, to comprehend what is being said. Have people interrupted me and asked questions while I'm speaking? Yes. A lot of times I find myself, yes, me, the coach. I may get off subject, go somewhere, or I may not have my stuff in chronological order like I should. So it's all a practice. None of us are perfect. I have to ask questions in order to understand everything, get get an understanding because my mind is thinking sometimes, what are they talking about? So I will pause, wait. Let me gather all your facts here that you've given me so far. Then let's continue on after I make sure I have all of this part correct. And when responding after you have listened, you must remember the key parts of what has been said and present back to the speaker your understanding of what has been stated. Get an agreement of what was said and what was understood and clear up any misunderstandings. This is usually where the confusion or conflict comes into play. Because as the person listening understood it, may not be exactly what the speaker saying it was meaning. This is an opportunity, however, to clear up those misunderstandings. If the speaker will re-explain those parts that are not interpreted correctly, usually an agreement can be attained or a point of clarification. The listener should take note of the exact words of the speaker. Then when the clarification is given, State the exact words that were spoken. Give viable solutions and actual options that both parties can agree on. Don't be defensive and be open to receiving additional information and continue to be empathetic and do not shout and fuss when responding to what information was given to you. You also must hear those things that are not said. But let's be clear. Let's be totally clear. It does not always go this way. Sometimes there is not a mutually understood agreement and or solution to the problem that's real life in customer service however they try to tell you that you can always give a good solution well if the customer doesn't listen to the solution or like the options available neither is what the customer or other party wants to be the solution hey i've been the customer that i did not agree with the answer or solution that was given to me I wanted a refund for something I was wrongly charged for and they would not issue it to me. I did not agree to the solution. Play with my money. I want my money back. You give me a solution other than refunding my money. I'm not going to agree to it. I'm a customer. So therefore I understand sometimes the solution is not what I would agree to. If it's not viable, I can't say I blame them. Sometimes this is when the argument is sure to happen. I've also learned in customer service that even if an argument occurs, to still continue to listen and try to come to an acceptable agreement, even if the solution is not a viable solution for the other party. You still have to show empathy, compassion, and understanding. 
But at some point, you make the decision if you're going to continue to argue or just end this discussion amicably. Restate what is understood and what the desired outcome of the other party. Offer options to the issue. And if an agreement can't be reached, advise that this conversation is no longer productive. And now we're at an impasse. One side has to decide who will be the first to walk away. That is not a bad thing, but that's just part of listening. Sometimes when you listen, you find out that you may not be the solution for this person or you may not have a solution, but you have to listen to be able to determine that and determine if there are actual solutions that can be found. When dealing with the subject of racism, it is my opinion that the reason we don't have a grip on the issues is that no one is listening. One thing that I have seen a lot of is racist activities, thoughts, and beliefs. One group of people holds a standard for a certain number of a particular group or race when dealing with the race of their own do not hold them to these same standards. Then a racial group that sees itself as supreme expects the other race to act and live as they do. This expectation is without understanding the why and why not that the other race is not the same and they have their reason for not acting and living the same. In racism, one party does not understand the other and thus dislikes the other race based on preconceived notions. Due to these preconceived notions, that cannot always be applied to every person in a particular race. Judgment is made about a person before the person is even given a chance to show who they really are. Every person of a race does not check off every check mark of the reasons why you do not like people of a particular race. People are different, even if they are of the same race. I have often made the statement, if you are not going to like me just because I am black, then I can give you several other reasons why not to like me. But because I am black should not be one of them. In my train of thought, when a person has to declare that they are not racist, then they probably are racist. If you are not racist, I will see it in your actions and dealings. Same can be said if you are racist, then I and others will see it based upon your actions and dealings. My all-time favorite phrase that I absolutely dislike is when a person, normally a non-black person, states that I don't see color. I only see a person. You see my height, my body type, my smile, frown, other features of me, but you don't see my color? Come on, be for real. Stop being afraid of the word black. You mean to tell me you don't see all of this beauty that is black? That is like saying I, the black person, should be ashamed to be black. That means you do not see me as a black man and that I may just see things or understand things differently and live differently than you do. I have experienced things you are not aware of. I have been treated different based off of nothing but my race. Just because you haven't seen some racist things occur when you're with me does not mean it has not happened. I want you to see my color when you see me. I am not ashamed of being a black man. I am proud to be a black man. 
I also want to see your color when I see you. And you should be proud of your color, race, who you are. I want us both to actually listen to each other and get an understanding of the differences as well as the things that are similar to each other. And that listening process, however, most people who are non-black are listening to not listen. Subtle racism has been greatly demonstrated during these hearings for Judge Katanji Brown. These senators ask questions, but they are not trying to listen to her or allow her to correctly answer their questions. They are listening to not listen. They cut her off mid-statement and started making their own statements, giving their own answers for the questions they asked. Then with the hidden racist words like, so you are an activist. What is wrong with being an activist? I ask, what's wrong with that? What is wrong with being someone who stands up for the rights of people mistreated by those representing the government? These are rights given to all citizens in the words of the Constitution. But there are people who believe that these rights are not given to those of certain races and that no one should fight to ensure their rights are protected. We see all of this, and more importantly, God sees this and the intentions of their hearts. The opposition to Judge Jackson is not about who nominated her or her qualifications or even her past judicial decisions, which align to previous judges you have supported. The oppositions to her are because she is a smart, qualified, successful black woman. And she does not fit into their narrative of what a black woman should be. Those are racist thoughts, beliefs, and actions. Hold her to the same standards that you did not hold the other people who were not a black woman, but nominated to a judicial appointment. She is more than qualified and more than able to apply the Constitution to all of her judicial decisions. From the website of somethingcrafty.com, you can order sublimation blanks to create your own designs. For customized items and designs, call Nikki at 1-855-CRAFTY. 572-3833. That's 1-855-572-3833. You should give her a try for all your customized design needs and sublimation products. She is great at making custom tumblers, shirts, masks, bags, artwork, and a whole lot more. Go to her site, Something Crafty, S-U-M-T-H-I-N-K-R-A-F-T-E-E.com or call it 1-855-CRAFTY, one 855 5723833 and see what else she can whip up for you. She is also responsible for one of the artwork designs for this show. Tell her Shayro sent you. Another artwork design I use for the show is the work of the Bougie Professor. She can be found on IG at the Bougie Professor. Her professional work, although not artwork design, is in the field of research at hawkinsresearchassociates.com. H-A-W-K-I-N-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H-A-S-S-O-C-I-A-T-E-S dot com. 
Hawkins Research Associates offer a variety of research opportunities and services for nonprofit organizations, faculty, government entities, and the community. Tell her Cheryl sent you also. And if you would like your product and our business mentioned on the show, you can reach me at Speaks at gmail.com. That's C-H-E-T-R-O-S-P-E-A-K-S at gmail.com. Let's build our businesses together. Welcome back. Okay, my guest showed up and we're we're going to have our discussion about that world famous slap. My guest is Monica. Monica, welcome to what Shayro thinks about it. Monica lives in Mississippi. She's a longtime friend of mine. And we had our discussion about that slap Will's, where Will Smith, as he was defending his wife, <laughs> took up to the stage. All over the world. Yes, and he slapped Chris. Chris Rock. Okay. So <laughs> I say that this thing was staged. Monica says what? What do you say, Monica? Somebody didn't get that memo. Hmm. Okay, so, I mean, hey, somebody didn't get the memo. Chris didn't get the memo. Period. So, you mean to tell me Chris Rock makes a joke, Will Smith comes out of his seat in the audience, makes it all the way to Chris Rock. He made it all the way to the stage, slapped him we're going to discuss that he slapped the man mm-hmm. did there turn around and you mean to tell me nowhere did security show up mm-hmm. yeah okay <laughs> again I'm, I'm 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 basically for a team will and some people are going to get me for this but this is my thing there's this thing called man's law or man's honor and when you disrespect me or those close to me that i love i'm going to defend them and a lot of people say he shouldn't have done it at that time that's for debate. However, Chris Chris Rock made this statement very publicly, very live on TV. And from my understanding, Chris Rock had been pestering them prior and they've asked them to leave him alone. And when they were boycotting the Oscars, Chris Rock was the host and he still hosted it. And my thing is, sometimes with man's law, man's man's honor, you don't look at the, at the current situation that's going around. And yes, Will laughed at the joke, but then he looked into Jada's eyes and he knew he had to do something. So again, I do say it was stage. And another reason I say it was stage, I'm a black man. <laughs> I do not condone violence. Let, let's get that out the, out of the way first. I don't condone violence. But I, as a man, when I'm facing another man, I'm probably going to punch them. Now, when I was a kid, I probably did try some of the slap. Matter of fact, I did. But as man to man, I'm going to punch you. I don't want to. I never want to be in that situation again. I have been in some situations where I, hey, somebody kept pestering me. I was a bullied child. I was picked on. So people always bullied me. And they picked on me because I had buck teeth. In the fourth grade, this girl, she took her necklace, put it around my mouth. Her, she had stated she was going to straighten those teeth out. And she pulled and she hurt me trying to, quote unquote, straighten my teeth out. 
I remember being picked on and constantly being made fun of. And the people were like, well, it's funny. He said, I should just get over it. The same thing they were saying about Chris Rock's joke. It was funny at Jada's expense. Yes, it was funny to them. When I heard that joke, I feel like I was being picked on and bullied again. I remember in high school, this guy, he just kept pestering me. He kept pestering me. I didn't even really know the guy. He just kept bothering me. And one night at a basketball, he just, he was behind, sitting behind me and he just kept bothering me, kept bothering me. And the next thing I know, my fist landed on the side of his face. Again, that thing about punch slap. Yeah, got into an altercation because this person kept pestering me. Everybody kept telling me I was wrong because I punched him. And no one said he was wrong because he continued to pester me, continued to pick on me. So when Chris Rock did this joke, very vivid, very live, and it was not just a G.I. Jane joke, as he said, it was a something intended at Jada, Jada and Will. And Will <laughs> slapped him. I still have to laugh. at That's why I think it's staged. Monica, your insights, please, ma'am. sure about Chris Rock. I know he got divorced. I'm not sure if he re matter of fact, I know he from a, a previous interview because I remember he said something about, yeah, if you want this, you got to you got to state it, sign it, you know, dealing with uh, a lot of the Me Too stuff. So I don't believe Chris Rock is married anymore. He used to be married. Are you referring to what Will and Jada has put out there about their personal life, per se? Is that what you're referring to? Okay, but what does that have to do with the hair joke, though? He made a joke about, in reference to a hair about...
she did say years ago the reason why she was wearing the turban was because of hair loss. She didn't say right then, but people started asking questions. Okay. And say the name of that disease. I have a problem saying. Sorry to interrupt you, but I'm the interjection king. <laughs> when you hear the whole podcast, you'll hear that part. But what's the name of the disease she has that leads her hair loss? She has al- alopecia. Alopecia. Okay. Yes, she has alopecia. Okay. And those that are affected with it, you know, they they understand what that's like. You know, there are some that had partial baldness. Um, and there are some that just completely just bald, no hair or anything, you know, and they have to shave their head, you know, but they yeah. don't have to, but they do. I, one of my Facebook, one of the people I'm friends with on Facebook, I know their daughter has that disease and that's where I've seen it from before. I've seen it before, you know, about the hair loss and things happen. People with cancer, my mother who had cancer, I basically had to watch her basically just pull the hair from her scalp as it was falling off. Not a very insightful thing. So, you know, if my mother was sitting beside me and Chris Rock was on that stage and made a joke like that about my mother's head, <laughs> again, I do not condone violence. I don't think it's violence when you're defending someone. Someone's going to debate me on that. But again, my problem with this is Chris Rock. He shouldn't have did the joke, which, uh, by the way, the joke he did was not what they rehearsed. These are not the jokes, as Will Packard has stated uh, when he's ABC News on a program. He stated, you know, Chris Rock had a slate of jokes. They never did get to any of those jokes. These are not the jokes he practiced with. This is something that came off his mind right at that okay, moment. And Because it was staged. I don't condone violence. I really did not like the way that Will Smith handled it, which I wish he could have been handled differently. All you gotta do is just step up to the person like, hey, hey, uh uh-uh. uh. And, and, and you know, you're serious. But the I, thing is, why, and, and I'm mad at Chris Rock as well, why would you, if you did not rehearse it, why would you do that little slick joke? About a black woman's hair. I like the part where he said, keep her name out of my, I'm going to try to keep the podcast clean. When I say, keep her name out of my mouth. That's kind of why I thought it was serious. However, when he said that, it seems like to me, Chris Rock should have said, okay, my bad. I shouldn't have done that. My bad. It seems like right there and then. To, yeah, he was trying to like smooth it over. Like, dude, it, it was a joke. 
it's not a smooth over. It's a, it was, I don't even take it as a joke. I take it as a jab and just seem like, okay, if you didn't mean harm yet, you've been pestering them prior to this. There's been, you know, a lot of stuff is being uncovered now that they've had issues with him before. They're, they're supposedly friends. So a lot of people are like, well, Chris Rock didn't know. Uh, I didn't know, but it's been all over the internet for the last two years about what she's going through. Exactly. Everyone in Hollywood knows everything about everyone in Hollywood. I was, you know, and it's all over the place. Which is leads to my thing again. This was staged. <laughs> well, agree with me. Okay. Who do you think he would not have gotten out of his seat for? I would have got. I still would have got him. I think Will would have still got a seat for Dave Chappelle. Go ahead, next person. Stage. The thing about it is, <laughs> I, I don't care if it was staged or not, but the thing, the thing is, over the years, when they have done these awards, people have stood up, made jokes, done all kind of crazy stuff, um, you know, poke fun at people. I have not seen that one person get up what? and go smack the hell out of somebody. Let me pause right there. So because people have done it before and people have laughed, that makes it okay to continue to do this? If you were a comedian, okay. I'm not saying it's okay. You have the choice to get up and walk, and walk out. I mean, if, but this if, person if got the, they got to get their joke off on me. They got to get their funny, their laugh. And, they, you know, Chris Rock, his ticket's going through the roof now, you know, since this. Again, a lot of reasons why I say it's stage. I think Will Smith still would have did it with Ricky Smiley. See, what we don't realize, no. Will Smith is from West Philly. He's been saying this for you. West Philly, where born and raised. West Philly. No, Ricky Smiley no Will West Smith. Philly. Will Smith is from West Philly. Ricky Smiley is from okay. somewhere in Alabama, I think. Ricky Smiley, I think, is from somewhere in Alabama. Will Smith okay. is from West Philly. Yeah. He plays a he's an actor. He plays a role. That's the I don't care if anybody comment about what I'm saying. Every okay, Will Smith, okay. Okay, Will Smith is from West Philly. You know, they play a every actor plays a role. Even you know everybody thinks Tupac was so thuggish. Tupac went to Juilliard. That's where he met Jada at. How many thugs go to Juilliard? Tupac played a role. You know, that was his persona. That was the image that was made of him. The image of Will Smith, but he's this nice guy. You know, when he was rapping, a lot of rappers said he caters more to the white folks. He doesn't use any curse words in his rapping. You know, and it was just, 
you know, then when he came out album when he did uh, Ali, you know, they couldn't believe it was him. And when he say the stuff and then some other things, you know, because Will Smith has been the safe rapper, actor, whatever he is. And this was surprising for people to see this. But again, there's this thing called man's law, man's honor. It doesn't matter. Look, I'm a shy person, but, you know, there are some things that, hey, <laughs> I'm not going to allow you to get away with. I, I know for like we had issues with my son in school. This person at the school basically was labeling my child as this horrible person. And everyone else in the room was like, no, that is not him. And I had to stand up for my son. And the next thing I know, you know, I'm tapping on the table, ma'am, ma'am. And she was not stopping. She just kept going like, ma'am. And when I did that, basically the room cleared. And, you know, the teacher came in like, hey, they will call the cops you because you look you're seen as aggressive and like, but she's lying on my child. I'm not going to allow her to just lie on my child like that. And even the teacher himself, that that is not him. This child, this you got the wrong information. But she was like a statistician or something, supposed to show all these times he's had issues or whatever. It's, I was not going to just stand there and let them put my child down that way. I had to stand up for him. And even after we got this whole situation taken care of years later, one of the principals that was in that meeting came and like, you know, you have to stand up for your child. I, I admire you for the way you stood up for your child. Now, mind you, it may have gotten you in trouble. I'm like, look, I would have been standing there when they take the little picture of you or whatever, and I would have been smiling. Because it was public, whatever they say, Will Smith shouldn't have did this, but Chris Rock did this publicly. He did it live. He had no, quote unquote, remorse at that moment. I think he's made, made a statement that he's apologetic apologize as well as Will Smith has made an apology for how it happened. But at some point, if they if he kept pestering them on this and he kept doing this and saying a joke about her disease, and maybe uh-huh. disease is not maybe not cancer. I don't fully understand. I think it just loses your hair. I don't know if there's episodes or pain or anything that's associated with that. But I'm pretty sure Jada feels some pain that, hey, she's basically had to shave her head to do this. She probably my grandfather, my father used to tell me a woman's glory is in her hair. You know, y'all spend millions of dollars getting your hair done, getting your hair did. It had to impact her in some way. And Will, who's her husband, has been there when she's probably had to let down crying episodes, crying throughout the night and just like, why is this me and everything and don't know why and whatever. And then to publicly be shamed that she didn't say, hey, God bless me with this disease to be publicly shamed like that. He's her husband. He's going to defend her and he's not going to think about the world's watching or I'm supposed to get an award later. He's not thinking that. He's thinking and about his I wife. Wholeheart- I, when I tell you, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I, I know some people be like, but the longer you have Because Shayra was I agree. right. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree. You know, because, but then, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you still don't have the right to put your hands on anybody. That Chris Rock did the joke at the Oscars too, by the way. Go ahead.
even get the trophy. Okay? It is just, it's just as your plan. This is how I would have done it. Okay, go ahead. I got a question though on something though when you finish that part. Go ahead. Whether I have issues with him or not, the thing is, if he's nominated, I will joke by certain things, but then all jokes aside, I will still give props to him. I'm not going to, I'm just not going to ruin the night. You see what I'm saying? Regardless of the money that they probably gave him. Because look, how many times has he hosted an Oscar? How many times? Chris Rock? Yeah. More than twice, I know. I'm not for sure. I don't okay, even so watch the Oscars, to be honest. He's going to come back, okay? Oh. Whether he did or not. Who's the say, okay? But he made Chris Rock. Hey, don't get me wrong. Chris Rock did make that choice to do something that was not rehearsed. So I fought him for that, you know. He, the fact of the matter is that when that was done... It was said that they they tried to get Chris, I mean, they tried to get Will Smith to leave the award. He refused. Okay. Then he gets the Oscar. He, he won the Oscar. I would have okay. refused to. So my thing is, after that, this is, this is what, what really makes me mad. I did not know Samuel Jackson won an Oscar. I did not know that there were other brothers and sisters that won the Oscar. Until when? Until somebody posted it and said everybody forgot about him. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the thing is, I love me from Samuel Jackson. And to, to Samuel, Do you think he would have punched Samuel Jackson if Samuel Jackson made the joke? I'm sorry. Do you think he would have punched Sam, Sam or slapped? Do you think he would have slapped Samuel Jackson if, if it was Samuel Jackson that made that? You can say hell. You can say hell. (laughs) That might be a good movie. Samuel L. Jackson, Will Smith, and Chris Rock. And in the movie, Will punches Samuel L. Jackson. That you know what? Somebody need to send me a. a, I need to send that script to Will Packard. I could make a movie out of that. So if they ever make a movie and that happens, y'all know it was my idea first. Shay Rose, they owe me some monies. Samuel L. Jackson, Will Smith, and Chris Rock, that movie will sail right now. And then they have Denzel as the Godfather. Exactly. Let me say this. Let me tell you something. If Chris Rock got up there and said something about Samuel Jackson's wife, let me tell you how I believe, I wholeheartedly believe, all that man got to do is stand up and give you that look. I think Samuel Jackson would have punched him and not slapped him. Samuel Jackson is not a slapping type of dude. He is a, a punching type of dude. But hold up before you go further, because I have a, I have a question. Backing up, backing up, backing up. Because you said not a not too many of us get up on that stage like that. Not not a lot of black people get there on that stage like this. So let's say first time black person nominated for like the greatest award ever, and the person gets up, and before their award they make very derogatory jokes about black people, African-American people. And basically they use derogatory words to them, describing them as a joke and people laugh. So you think, say if it is Will Smith, you think he should have still sat there? Cause you said, you know, because of the audience or the time, because this is a time where not many people like us, not many brothers, black people are given these awards that 
uh, Will Smith was being given. Should he have stood back then? You know, his name, his manhood, his race or whatever is being the credit. Do you think he should just sit there and smile if that was occurring? Well, no. believe, of course, you personally, and talking to you. Okay, well, okay. With anybody, I, I don't know. I can't speak for anybody. But I believe that if he just got up on the stage and just stood there, didn't have to walk, if he just stood there. I mean, even if he was at his feet, but it was so volume if he got up on that stage and just stayed where he was at. Will Smith. Yes. Okay. And just looked at him, didn't say a word. Your look can give away a lot of stuff. I agree. To let people know. I agree. Hey, look, hey, cut it out. That's one way he could have did. He could have got on stage and looked. But hold up right there because that brings another point. You know, we we got all into this the other night. So my thing also, Chris Rock, he's on stage. Now, a thing I know about things like another reason why I say it was stage, he was standing with his hands behind his back. Uh, if you know you're going to get punched or slapped, that's one way you do it to keep from uh, automatically defending yourself or punching back. So he's standing there. He a sees lie. Will Smith. <laughs> what you said, a lie. <laughs> Chris Rock. What did I say? Who did I say? I'm sorry. Chris Rock is standing there on the stage delivering his presentation. His hands are behind his back. Will Smith comes on stage. Instead of backing up or even getting to a defensive mode, because when Will raises his hand to slap him somewhere he should have went into defense mode backed up duck something but he stood there and took the slap that's why i say it was age what do you mean you, you see somebody walk up on stage you know they're not supposed to be there if i'm on stage like i i speak at some presentation if but if somebody's up on stage and i know they're not supposed to be there first i'm gonna be looking like what's going on I'm going to take a few, but this is natural. I'm going to probably take a few steps back. And when I see them kind of raise their hand, even if it's in the blink of a second, first thing I'm going to try to do, because I have been punched before. <laughs> but when I see that hand go, I tried to duck or I tried to block that that from coming to me. Chris Rock did none of that. And, you know, that's what he's being hailed greatly for whatever. But they're both actors. They know how to, quote unquote, take a punch. They know what to do. They've been training this a lot better than I have. But he stood there with his hands still behind his back as Will raised his hand to slap me. It happened quick. You know, then he, you know, he responds. And I've seen folks where say, like, you see Chris ball up his fist or whatever he thought. But, you know, that's that point of having your hands behind your back. Because in some initiation, you have to get punched. And you can't punch the aggressor to punch your back. This is in some organization. I can't speak where, how aware I was or if this is true, what happened. But they tell you, put your hands behind your back. That way you're not apt to punch the other person back. You have to take you have to take a punch, not a slap. I mean, from some big dude and they have to punch you with all their weight and you can't slap back. It's to see what you can take. So another reason why I say it's staged. But go ahead. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> the thing is, he was comfortable to me. He seemed comfortable to me. Okay. 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 Okay
uncomfortable. Uh, you know, he had that nervous laugh. But the last thing further, I believe that was on his mind, that he's going to slap him. Okay. He did it so quick. I'm surprised the man home still attached. Who, Will Smith? <laughs> Well, the quicker, that's part of being stage. You do it quick so no one's able to see. Because I haven't seen a picture, and there may be one out there where the actual hand meets the face, and but there is a picture like right after his hand hits his face. There's no mark there. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Look, I'm dark skinned, and people, look, I have been punched, and look, I think you can still see the marks from high school. You're not dark skin. No, I'm not dark skin. I wish I was. What? Oh yeah, you. Hey, come on, enjoy this. <laughs> dark skin. I know you're not dark skin. <laughs> That's. You know, you're hey, you but know, you, know you and I, we we go back and forth. Now, just so people know, look, we can argue like this, and then after yeah. we we finish, all right. So who's buying dinner? <laughs> Whenever you can miss yeah, it for joy. What's next? And we'll go and we'll say this. So that's why I feel safe with you. Now, if I were to say, I know you've had some, well, can I say that? You've had some issues with hair before. And me just talking to you, I know what I can do and can't do with you. Am I allowed to say that? If not, I can edit this part out. So you and I are talking. And most of them, I will, there's certain places I don't go with you. You know, we talk about everything and there's certain things I dare not say to you. There are certain things you probably dare not say to me, but because we're so close, we can do that. We post only talk like talk like 10, 10 minutes of this. We've had 30 minutes now, but I don't care. This is good. I mean, we'll say things, but then, like, if you're quiet, then I'll know, okay, that's a touchy subject, or I'll let you talk about it. Or if it's something that's touching to me or it causes a trigger, then you you would know by my tone, but then I'll be like, okay, I know that you're not saying it out of spite. You're not saying it from him. <laughs> you know, because you really don't, what's your thing? Because you really don't know. The way you said it. But you, you, you're right. You're true. I don't say anything I've ever said. I don't say it out of spike. And you're like one of the few people that even if we did get into an argument, I've had to be like, you know what? Let's reset. Let's, you know, we said some things, we did some things. Let's reset because there are a few people in this world I value their friendship. <laughs> we laugh and whatever. <laughs> But there's a there's a lot of stuff that quote unquote say you and I know about each other. I would never quote unquote make a joke about it publicly. Mm-hmm. We may joke about it privately. Right. And if I see like you tell me, okay, I'm not comfortable with what you said. Okay. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that that way. Which is words people mm-hmm. really need to use a lot. You didn't get to hear the rest of the pod, the beginning part of the podcast that was talking about listening and things about racial uh racism and things about racism is that people don't listen mm-hmm. one of the things i have to say about you and i when we talk we do listen to each other we'll interject especially me because i tell you like look i gotta i got i have questions just like here you know if i didn't get a phone i got i have questions i have to put forth so yeah mm-hmm. we talk and we get some stuff but you know we got kind of heated with this thing <laughs> but we still we this is the long, you know what and, and this right here we 
whenever we talk about a certain subject, we usually talk about it one or two times. We have not gotten off this subject since Sunday night. Okay? Was Saturday night, Sunday night, whenever the Oscars was? Sunday. And see, I think we were talking on the phone because I go out and feed the hungry. So while I'm feeding the hungry, I, I'll be talking to you on the phone. When I get home, I see all this stuff. I thought it was, when I first saw the first posting, I thought this was fake. What they did stage, I'm reading and I'm reading like, wait, Will Smith. And, you know, and I'm reading it at first, I think Will Smith punched Chris Rock. And as I'm reading, like, no, he slapped him. I don't um, think I've watched him since Billy you know, Crystal hosted. Is that what he hosted? Was it the Oscars or was it the Grammys? I think Billy Crystal hosted. Now he. I think Billy Crystal hosted that. Whatever, that what, back in the it, 80s. It wasn't harsh jokes. But why, yo? You know what? You know what I'm saying? And Tom, you know, you know, yeah. I blame both of them. I blame Chris Rock more than anything. But any any man that's a husband has understood like you know something has been said or they said something, and then after it was said or they said you know they look at their wife and they're like uh oh, yeah I'm gonna have to buy some roses or something to get over this, but <laughs> and mistakes do happen sometimes people get a mistake and misunderstand something it that does happen but the thing is how you get over it I from my understanding Chris Rock and did I get it right Chris Rock and Will Smith have. Amicably, be amicably. Uh, they've kind of made up or apologized to each other, as and then I don't that. they said no, something that said that they have privately, and you know Chris Rock did not press charges, which is why I think it was staged. You know what? <laughs> Just like Diddy got up there and said, "It's all love." They both talked to each other. No, they did not, because it was still heated. The man still. Okay, and then you got his brother. One of them said, "Is is on on spot." Who does that? Don't give him the warning. It's on spot. He didn't give your brother a warning. Well, so how you gonna give a warning to social media? Come on now. Thank you. Well, yeah. you know, but you know, we'll twenty years from now we're gonna bring this up. Look, I still think it's staged, and you could be like, you know what? Maybe it is. I, I believe you're gonna come completely over to the Shayro side. So <laughs> somewhere twenty years from now. Don't say when hell freeze over and throw out because <laughs> when, yeah, that, that, when hell freeze over and throw out. Way, either way, I still feel like that it shouldn't have went that way. It went to the left. It, it he should not have said that joke. He should not have said that from the beginning. My addressing of it is he should not have done what he did. Yeah, he shouldn't have said it. I, I think we and we wouldn't have this. And even if he said it and Will, as you said, would have just got on stage and looked at him, you know, at that point, you see like, OK, this wasn't this wasn't his man law, his man's honor, Chris Rock and him, quote unquote, being friends with him. And because he did know, from my opinion, he does. Some people said he didn't. But of course, you knew. So at that point, he should have he should have publicly said, my bad, I'm wrong. I shouldn't do that. Let's get 
let's get back to the real thing. Hey, Jada, I love you. I'm sorry. And then go on with his jokes. And he will probably would have never gotten on stage. And now he, he didn't has the whole time that he was walking towards him. Look. The whole time that for him to get out of his seat, walk on stage to him, and even something, even after the slap, Chris Rock as a man should have been like, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. There should have been an apology for him because he. No, it was like, but the thing was, I mean, now I'm thinking back on it. He probably think, okay, yeah, I never should have done that. But back then, it was like, man, Will himself could have stood right there on the stage. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you now. I'll agree with the standing on the stage. He could have stand, stood there and looked at him or he could have stood up in the audience and just looked at him. Or, you know, and I would have even been okay if he would have shouted from the audience, hey, man, come on. Leave, leave my wife out of your mouth, man. Leave. You know, I, I would have accepted any of that. I'm telling y'all now, if Samuel Jackson, if I was up there saying a joke or anybody, and he stood there and gave you that look with that eye, that goes back to my proof why it was staged because he stood there and let him get that close to him and everything and let him quote unquote slap him so that's why I said it was staged but hey let me ask you this who's paying for dinner next time we, we go out to eat somewhere who's paying for lunch next time we go out to eat or something whatever Looks like we won't ever be going nowhere to eat. <laughs> no, but you know that's our little thing after we had our argument. Okay, all right. So we 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 are talking over at brunch or somewhere. Okay, all right. When I come to Mississippi, gotta gotta see you. All right. So, oh, everybody, Monica is going to be starting her podcast soon. Am I? Craig, you in, you're in the recording, editing phase. You're about to start your podcast. See, see how God can bring one, two, three together and stuff like that and come up with some ideals. She also has yeah. a business. So here's your time. Here's your chance to pitch. How can, Who are you? How can we find you? What's your podcast? The mic is yours. Hey, Google has Google has uh, where you live. Google has documented and everything of like that. If somebody don't give you an address, okay, but if somebody had your address, they'll pull it up on Google. Where can you find the podcast? Huh? Where can you find the podcast? What's the podcast address? Oh, Lord. Say again? It's, it's Monica's voice, but it's um, Monica Stribble 9 at gmail.com. You know, the anchor. Right. That's the anchor? 
you know, like Anchor, like my podcast on Anchor. So yours is anchor.fm slash. That's the podcast. What? Anchor, A N C H O R dot F M slash Monica Stribbling 9 at gmail.com. That's kind of long. We're going to work on that, okay? Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, they, because I'm in the process of editing my, my first one. Okay. So it's going to change. Okay. Yeah, because we, yeah. we talked about some other things. Yeah, that's kind of long. Yeah. We'll work on that. But you can find, you, well, when you post it, you can post your Facebook. So they'll be able to post it there, and I'll try to post it on some of my stuff, too, as well. Okay. How else can we find what are you on? IG, Twitter, Wall something, whatever, all these things. I am on Instagram, Monica B. Can you? I'm on Facebook, Monica Bash Scribbling. Um, I'm on Facebook.com. I do have a VIP group for it can be men and women. Those of you that love jewelry, hey, come over to my VIP group. I got you. What's the VIP group? Monica Glam and Bling VIP group. Okay. Don't tell people what you're doing until you did it. And then when they say, I don't believe you can do that. Oh, I've already done it. <laughs> That's an inside joke with us. <laughs> when someone, <laughs> someone tells you you can't do it and you be like, well, I've already done what you said I can't do. So uh, that's an inside joke with us. Again, yeah. we I like that part, though. <laughs> It's a fun, it's a funny joke between us. Nobody gets but us. Yeah, it's a very funny joke. I know. Yeah, nobody knows, but uh, that's why I'm like, yeah, you can get that part you want to. But I like that. I'm not even gonna say what it's going to be because when it comes out, your girl did. Your girl did. Your girl did. All right. (laughs) That could be. Hey, that could be the title something. Your girl did it. All right. (laughs) Monica did it. All right. I thank you for. Being my very first guest, ever having this very vivid and <laughs> discussion. Our conversation is longer than my entire podcast, but but I like this. Do you have a lunch date for your podcast? As a matter of fact, Sunday, April 4th, is it like, what's today? The 2nd? Wait, t- today's the 2nd, which is Saturday. Sunday is the 3rd. Monday is the 4th. So you're going to do Monday or Sunday? Which one? Sunday. Sunday. As we both are. <laughs> yeah, so I will announce it tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Monica, for coming on to what Shayro thinks about it. I think we may we may have created some friends. We may have distanced some friends. Say it one say it again. Well, thank you very much. I wish you very much success in your endeavors. Hey, let's let's build our businesses together. Let's go make a few million millions of dollars together. Hey, let's go. Okay, let's do You know what? I'm going to have to do a whole nother show with you as a guest, and just we we just going to go down a list of things that we be arguing about or whatever talking about. You know what? Look, I'm gonna invite myself onto your podcast. We, I'm just gonna spill yeah, all the tea. I'm going to invite you to my podcast about getting an LLC. Okay. Because I'm not gonna do it. 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 I'm not gonna do
the same day that you applied for. Boom. I, and Be yes, ready. I do. <laughs> I have to look. Like I said, we we go way back. We share some friends and this this stuff in business. This has been one of the people that's been on me. Like, hey, you need to do it. You need to do it. Can I tell the story? Part of the story. I can't tell all of it. Can I tell it? Okay. You're part of the reason I jumped because let me tell you, I've had this vision, this ideal. I wanted to do this for over 10 years. I'm going on 11 years. It's, it's really been longer than that because I've been in Georgia about 10 years. So I've had this ideal. I wanted to make an LLC. I used to call my things JCLM, which stood for Jacory's Lunch Money. Jacory's my son. I pay for his lunch money. So <laughs> everything I do basically go towards feeding him. So. We're talking on the phone and she's like, you know, I got my LLC and stuff and I'm trying to do this. But this guy wants to, you know, charge a certain amount. It's like, that's ridiculous. You can go get it yourself. So she had just been thinking of this for like for a few weeks. And she basically formatted her LLC, went to her state's website. This guy helped her out do it, charging a ridiculous price for it. <laughs> and she got on like, I just thought they're like, you know, I've been wanting to do this for years. She's actually took a step. So I started looking, researching, thinking like what you have to do, what it takes to do it. And like, and one of our friends, mutual friends, she had been telling me for years, this person I used to work with. And I like, okay, I could do this. So I went to the, I went to a site, found out and this other company that sets up your LLC and stuff. They want to charge, I believe it was $79 extra, $179 or $79 more. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this myself. Cause I talked to another friend of mine. <laughs> Tell him like, all you got to do is go to the site. You pay the fee. Next thing you know, I did it. Now I can say I have done it. I've set up the LLC. She told me, she was talking about getting her EIN and everything. And she went in like, it's like, hold on. Cause I gave her information. So go to the IRS.gov site. Said, you know, all you got to do is go there. She told me like, let me call you back. She called me back, what, about 20 minutes later? Hey, I got my EIN, which I've, I've known for years that you know you can just go to the irs.gov website and click and do it. You don't even have to have your business form to do it. You can get an uh, EIN in your own name, and there's so much much more stuff that you can do with EIN if you're doing your name, how you can do credit. So I'm like, look, I've been talking about doing it. What the young people used to say, be body about it. I'm like, I need to be about my business and getting this taken care of because this is simple stuff. So... I said, I asked, like, how do you spell IRS.gov? She told me how to spell it. I went to the site and a few minutes, there it is. I had the EIN and boom. And then I was able to set up the Dun and Bradstreet number, the DNB number. Those are different things. You know, as we learn each other, we we teach each other. We reach each other. We teach each other. You know, I think I want to make this as a separate episode, <laughs> but we teach each other as we learn things. She's taught me some things about some how you do what is Bitcoin on um, cash out. So as each of us learn something, we teach the other. So, you know, I learned how to put my socks on the other day. So I told her, like, hey, you can do these things like with socks. Y'all are supposed to laugh there. See, that was a joke. You laugh. I didn't have to. I didn't have to talk about anybody's hair. I didn't have to make someone else feel bad. Y'all probably didn't laugh, but <laughs> anyway, 
yeah so we that's kind of the, the story there of her getting her stuff started me getting my stuff started she's she does stuff this <laughs> she's doing all kind of businesses and stuff so that's that's the story of us that we did some we did a few things so we're happy with that <laughs> we we've learned learned off of each other and there's a lot more stuff to come you know it's so much stuff you know we follow these people on instagram and twitter i like i say i take as many of the free courses as i can eventually i'm going to pass some money as some courses i've told her about and, you know when she see that price tag you know it's a comma you know the thing we've claimed for our businesses we want to be able to sign up for that business pay for it and we don't even think about it it doesn't hurt us that's that's our goals for when we set out our business plans as what we want to do how we want to do it and how we want to go forth with these things that's just one of the things that we have in our in our mindset we're going to take some courses that cost a comma (laughs) and we're going to be able to sign up pay for that class and it's not going to impact us because we understand that once we take these courses and get certified that comma is nothing as to how much we're going to make because we want to make commas can I get an amen there somewhere? I want to make more than one comma. That's what I said. We want to make commas, plural. They, they, I'm sure wherever you went to school at there in Mississippi, they taught you about pluralness, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Over our time, we done said a goodbyes and stuff like that. You want to see? We could, we could go on forever. Maybe we should come up with our own podcast together. We have our separate and together ones. But anyway. Monica, thank you again for being on What Shayro Thinks About It. We will talk soon. All right, everybody. All right. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be blessed. Well, my time here is done. That is all that is on my mind for now. Thanks to each of you for tuning into this week's episode. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Please listen, like, share, and subscribe to my podcast here at anchor.fm shayro. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash C-H-E-T-R-O. And I can now be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast as well. Remember to give me a five-star rating. Tell your friends and your enemies about what Shayro thinks about it. If you want to reach me, I am on Facebook at Shayro Speaks, Instagram at Shayro underscore LLC. That's the at symbol, C-H-E-T-R-O underscore LLC. Twitter at Shayro at symbol, C-H-E-T-R-O trying to be active on Twitter more. Or you can email me at shayrospeaks at gmail.com. That's C-H-E-T-R-O-S-P-E-A-K-S at gmail.com. I am also on Clubhouse as Does Shayro. Well, at D-A hyphen C-H-E-T-R-O. I do have a room, Shayro Speaks, on Clubhouse and will be utilizing this platform soon. We will release a new podcast episode every week, and you can also leave a voice message for me via the voicemail link on the podcast website. If you would like to support this platform, please click the support button. Thanks for joining in. 
Oh, to become a better leader, communicator, and speaker, learn more at toastmasters.org. Until next time, I am Shay Rowe, and this has been What Shay Rowe Thinks About It. 